And we're live. Painkiller Nearly, episode 40. Kyle and Woody and uh, Taylor's here. Hey! <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> Taylor, you kind of went off the rails on PKA last week. Oh, yeah! yeah. It was awesome! <laughs> <laughs> did, did what happen? Think we happened? Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll never understand why for some it's only when I talk to you that like something else takes control of like my uh my camera and it just completely loses all of its zoom and goes back to there. I, 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 does that. I feel like it's a magical power, like I have electro powers or something. Oh, manual zooming. I like it. Yeah, yeah, Let's drag it closer. Yeah. What is it? Is it a TV a monitor on a cart with wheels? Tripod. I just stuck my webcam on a tripod. So because it's like I don't want it here when I'm not mm -hmm. well for one thing. I wouldn't like like I never get laptops that have the uh, the camera because I'm always afraid somebody's watching me all the time. Sure. Uh, but for another, I, I just like the ability ability to just grab this thing and just put it over there against the wall and it's completely out of the way and so kind of thing. We'll talk about it next PKA for sure. But did you see the footage of Merka and Melissa? Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, I, I was thinking about one opening. One up it's like the whole time like have a girlfriend like riding me facing that way. Like, what? What's the problem? I don't understand. She's working out. That's all. That's all. I didn't catch it during the show. Did you catch it during the show? Well, no, because I I, I always I usually just you know, when I you see my eyes kind of looking up and to the left, I'm mm -hmm. looking at myself. I look at myself the whole time because I'm an asshole like that. I'm like, yeah, good Kyle. This is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I caught I'm, I'm barely looking at you guys. I caught him stealing looks at her all show long, right? And I thought it was just kind of an affectionate, new love kind of thing going on there. It was like, oh, good for them. I did not catch the whole handy thing. Someone put it in. If people don't know, there is a rumor that Mirka Durker was getting numerous hand jobs uh, during the last painkiller already. Or, or one long, drawn-out hand job. <laughs> I checked the footage and... It happened. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he came on the show or anything. I, I, like, okay, okay, okay. I don't think he came during the show. There was a point at three hours and one minute where they started like giggling together and she got up and washed her hands. I, I, I don't think that he finished on the show. I think I, she was teasing him in a, in a funny way. Uh, yes. I didn't notice it either though. I, I wasn't watching them. Um, but, but after, uh, like watching the replays and, you know, there were a few timestamps to, to check out. Uh, I think there was one time when like the discussion was a bit suggestive in its nature. We weren't talking about like penises or sex or anything, but it was like something about something being thick or something being long or something like that. And she kind of looks at him like, oh, I got your dick in my hand right now. It's thick. And he's just like, yeah, it is. <laughs> 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 whole understanding between each no, other. Your, your accent's all right. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had this whole like uh, little uh, private conversation, private joke going on between them. So that was funny. Um, uh, I thought it was funny, and, and she didn't seem too embarrassed by it or anything. I her saw Twitter was great. It. Yeah, yeah. She'd be grabbing crotches since she was a little kid, and there's like her at Disney World grabbing Goofy's. No. Pluto? I don't know. The yellow yeah, one. It'd be Pluto, yeah. Yeah, the dog. Okay. Goofy is owned by Six Flags. He's a Looney Tune. Then that changed, because Goofy is definitely a Disney thing. Hmm, then I'm wrong. Yeah, you're messing with the king now. No, little, little, what does little Dickie say? You're messing with the god now. 
<laughs> I just know, like, when I go to Six Flags, like, I remember as a kid, there's, like, there's a really kiddie section of Six Flags for, like, the really small kids. And mm -hmm. I just remember being fed, like, ice cream or pudding by a person in a costume. And it seemed like it was goofy or – I thought it was goofy. Eh, who cares? Um, but in any case, yeah, I saw that. I thought it was – I thought that was funny. A um, little bit of uh, uh, spice to the show. I thought it was a good show to, uh, anyway. Um Anyway, as if that took away from the show. That adds to the show, quite frankly. That's what I meant. I, I thought, even without the hand sex, it was a good show. <laughs> the, but with the hand sex, great, great show. show. Great, great show. show. I wanted to call it top 10%. I don't know. They give they fuss at me for saying that too often, but I swear I don't say it more than once every 10. Um, yep. It's been a good 15 or 20 since I've said it, and we've had some good ones, but I just didn't know if I wanted to label them top 10%. I got a, I got a letter today from a fan. He said that we were on a real hot streak, he said. He said the last 25 have been just excellent. He loved them a lot. He sent me a self-addressed envelope and a dollar. He wanted me to sign the dollar, so I'm going to do that for him. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of weird stuff in that P.O. Box. Uh, P.O. Box 102, Carnesville, Georgia, 30521. Uh, I really like seeing the look on the, uh, the post lady's face. Uh, because I got the small P.O. box, and so when I get a big package, they just give me this yellow card in my box, and it says, you know, package was too large, and I have to go to her, and then she comes out of the back with this whole big thing, and they're all from all around the country, and they're, like, lumpy sometimes. <laughs> it's always funny. Why is this one dong-shaped? Mm. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to send me silly stuff or uh, sentimental stuff or fun stuff, I just like opening it. It's, a, it's like a little Christmas every day. Uh, people have been writing me personally on Reddit a lot lately. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm more active or what, but I've been getting, and some of them are like a big deal. Like, Woody, I'm going for a job. I'm having a hard time. Like, it's back to Mail Monday status again. And I'm like, oh, I, I, it, it, it's a lot to answer. That's all. Sometimes it feels like a second job and it's like, oh man, you know, like it, it, it's my responsibility to get back to all these. I don't know. I just... Like when you write, um, who was the old school columnist? Dear Annie or something? I don't know. Okay. Uh, they used to be like this old columnist. You, sometimes you'd write about personal advice. Sometimes it was like relationships with your mother-in-law or whatever. And uh, you kind of hoped your letter got picked. And that's how Mail Monday was. But now I almost feel like I'm supposed to reply to everyone. I have hmm. been, but I don't know. If Isn't I there a out. way that they can get those questions in through Patreon? That's what they should do. You should become a Patreon, and then your questions go straight through us, and we're going to answer them. They come to us about yeah, once a month in a big list. That's what you should do. Go become a Patreon. I like that idea. There's probably a lot of Patreons listening to this, so you people are sexy and most likely rich. Yeah, I like those Patreon people. I had mm -hmm. sex with eight of them last week alone. Ah, oh, yeah. So glad Tire, I signed up. Chafing, too. <laughs> My I joke. wish we could have secured that wet platinum sponsorship. That's a shame they didn't want oh, to. Oh, my cat. wife didn't like that idea. She just thought it was bad for the brand, you know, for me to do like a big wet platinum video. Welcome to PKA, slippery when wet. <laughs> I see. I had, these, I, had I had so many plans. I had this idea for like lubing up wings and having them go down that super slide, and I was like budgeting what it would cost to make a super slide and all that stuff. It was going to be great, uh, but but that wasn't going to work out. I, I didn't think that the lube company was that. Dirty now the, the 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 sex machine thing the the like auto blow two thousand or whatever mm -hmm. I agreed with her on that one that's that's one of those things where it's a little uh, a little racy and and I think that we here you and I and really everybody that's in my little group we're like like most sex talk isn't gonna embarrass me like you can't embarrass mm -hmm. me at this point like I've been around like like you're not gonna shock me with a with a vagina or like talk of some sex toy I've never heard of like you, you want to put 
something in your pee hole, you go right ahead. <laughs> so, but I feel like a lot of the people out there that are like in our real lives, like I could just see like, I don't know, Hope's friend, Hope's potential boyfriend's parents see you on there like, welcome to PKA, slippery when wet. Today, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> it, it's not the other parents that, that concern me. And this hasn't happened, but I try to make sure it won't. I worry about her getting heat in high school because of something that I said. Like, that's that's what I wouldn't want. You know, if all of a sudden it was like, Hope's dad is slippery when wet. and Like, yeah, I don't need her. But she's kind of thriving in high school right now. I, Good. High she, school's a scary place. I often wonder if I would have preferred, instead of public school, some sort of academy, some sort of private deal where, like, I'd be... I don't feel like it would have been easier to fit in necessarily or make friends or anything. I just feel like it would have been a better education. I look back on my, my high school days and I'm like, I didn't learn anything that fucking year. You were a scumbag teacher, Mr. Johnson. Like <laughs> I had to go on the internet and learn that shit. Um, so, so I think about that sometimes. Our public school system sucks. I just got back from an award ceremony and Hope picked up yeah. a couple trophies or something and she was named captain of the speech and debate team captain hope that should be your new steam id which you should use to, <laughs> to play me in steam uh, i i think she'd be better off on your team at this point i have to imagine you've surpassed her i know she hasn't played much lately i've been playing a bunch i've been playing way too much to be honest my sleep schedule is fucked in the ass we we stayed up the other night um the game the skype call was nine and a half nine hours 38 minutes long i think uh, we came away just completely victorious. It was great. Chiz and I played a free-for-all with, I think, four or five fans, mm -hmm. and we just really shoved it down their throat, all of them. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't have a chance. But by the end, we had those big infantry armies and artillery and like the big special boats, battleships and destroyers, and they were a few techs behind, and we just ran train on them. It was great. Um, and they, it was funny. They were coming up with excuses. Well, it's getting pretty late. <laughs> like, yeah, as the army, like every turn goes like this to your city, like closer and closer. That doesn't so. bother me, provided it's like, like you know, look, if you're crushing me at chest and I have nothing left but a pawn and a king, you can knock the king over and be like, look, you won. You know, I forfeit a lot. Yeah, you know, I, I could have drugged this out for thirteen more moves or something, but hours. <laughs> <laughs> and in Civ, it's hours. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it's it, the. I don't know how much I, I. When I first moved to this house, my sleep schedule was great, and there's no curtains in this house to this date. I, I can't name a curtain. I I, I think we have literally zero, which means that you know, come six thirty or so, you're waking up. You don't want to wake up at six thirty. Well. <laughs> That's not up to you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's rise and shine, baby. The, the sun is on. And, uh, and that worked out great. But I swear, like that Civ game and then a PKA and, and then just me not being like, I, it's Monday as we say this, right? There's no reason that a Thursday show I'm, I'm, should still have me off. But I haven't worked to fix it. You know, even today, I think I slept from like 10 to 11 in the morning or something like that. I'm Something worse. Exhausted. I'm so much worse. I, I, I really, I think I'm going to get some, some, some B12 or something. I don't want to abuse my Adderall. I don't take it regularly. I take mm -hmm. it when I have to do stuff. And I don't want to be taking Adderall every day. But what I do want to do is like get more energy. I feel like I'm like running at it. Like I wake up whenever I wake up. And then it seems like I've only got like four hours before I'm feeling like nap time. The and other side of it is melatonin, right? That, that, that helps you sleep. And yeah. I, I've told you this before, so let me tell it for listeners. That what melatonin melatonin's in your body already, 
and it's the i guess drug it's the chemical that makes you want to sleep so um you take your melatonin and about 15 minutes later you'll want to go to sleep and that lasts for like 20 minutes or so and you, you generally you fall asleep during that time if for some reason you decide to power through it like you take your melatonin but you're such a big idiot that you keep reading Reddit and you won't stop. This has been me. Then, you know, it, take, it starts in 20 minutes and then there's a window, right? So we'll call it minutes 20 through like 40. If you power through that, it's over. That's mm. it. You're not waking up in the morning from the effects of it. Like you're not being drowsy or whatever. It just provides a window where you can fall asleep where you might otherwise be like bored. I've got a prescription for Ambien, but I don't take it very often. Just... I take Ambien when I, I take Ambien when I have a big day tomorrow. That I'm, like if it's paintball, if I'm, I'll get I'm like a kid. I get excited about the paintball that's coming tomorrow, and I can't sleep, and it's like frustrating. Cause so it'll be like two in the morning, and I'm just like tossing, turning, tossing, turning. And I'm like, all right, if you go to if you were to fall, fall asleep this instant, you'd have like six hours. You're doing the math. And the timer keeps going, and my phone does the time for me down to the minute, of course. So it's mm -hmm. it's like ah, oh, that's it's not six hours; it's five hours and thirty eight minutes. That's not as good. And it just on and on, and the whole night. And it's just then you're just then you get in this trap of like worrying. Oh, if I don't fall asleep in thirty eight minutes, then it's not even five hours, and anything less than five hours, right. and I and I don't operate as well. Like I, I, I and I it's don't. hard to fall asleep when you're in a rush to fall asleep. And I so I've, I. I, I take valerian root. That's a, I think that's a, a pretty good alternative to your melatonin. It's a similar thing. Um, take these valerian root capsules sometimes because I feel like the Ambien is just a punch in the head. And um, but if I take two Ambien, which is my dosage, uh, I'll be out in 20 minutes. But if you fight it, and I have done that before, basically you get high. You, you, you're, <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a hallucinogenic almost time like like I, I don't i've never taken any mushrooms or anything like that or any acid or anything crazy but people have described it like that and i know this i've i've i feel weird it's a bizarre experience i'm not sure if i like it and uh and even worse than that once i took two ambient and i woke up in the night and i had to pee really bad so it just like woke me from my sleep maybe two and a half hours later and i stumbled to the bathroom um like i was like I'd had 10 shots of alcohol. Now, like I, I was drunk. How long does it last? Because my thing is, let's say hypothetically you had... Eight hours. See, that's not good, right? Like in this scenario where, you know, oh no, I'm down to four hours. Like I need to fall asleep. Melatonin is great because the impact it has on you is 20 minutes from now or 15 minutes from now, you'll have a window to fall asleep. But 45 minutes later, you didn't take it, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. over. Like you powered through your window, you were stupid. That's it. The window's closed. Now you have to take it again if you want it. And that I like that about it. It doesn't impact tomorrow at all. Heck, it doesn't yeah. impact an hour from now. Whereas some of the stronger stuff like Ambien, I don't have much experience with it, but I've been told, you know, that'll you can wake up in the morning, not yourself. Yeah, totally so. You you want to to take it with plenty of time to let it run its course, which I think I think they say make sure you've got a full eight hours to devote to sleep. Mm. And uh, so as long as you do that, you're fine. And I haven't felt any side effects, but I don't take it regularly. I, I, I take it when I have those things to do, when it's like, oh, tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow we're filming tomorrow. And, and like I'll be up all night worrying, like, do I have duct tape? Do I have two rolls of duct tape? Is it <laughs> a good duct tape? Because like I always get somewhere to film or something, and it's like, oh, we don't have the roll of duct tape. I've got to drive to town or the gasoline or some bullshit, some tiny component that'll fuck things up. That's how it is when I work on stuff. 
you know? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's right. frustrating. It, it's such a nice feeling when you come prepared, though. Mm -hmm. When you're like, oh, you need that. And you've got like a toolbox full of everything. <laughs> like you've got those extra batteries. You've got the knife when you need it. You've got that's everything. That's how it was in Apex. Now my tools are split between two homes and that's an yeah. issue. Tomorrow we meet with a guy to get a quote on prepping the Apex house for sale. Basically, we just want to paint it one color, some sort of neutral everywhere, fix a couple of carpets and sell it. Great. So Great. It's I, awesome. I hope it sells quickly. I, I just, I want it gone. You know, I, yeah. I want that not to be a thing that I do anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, you know, a home comes with all those responsibilities. I mean, you know, all the, the taxes and all the things that come along with owning that property and that structure just, and everything. But an unoccupied home can take sudden bad turns, you know? Like if there's a leak in a pipe or something and you're not there to catch it, it could be awful. My yes. wife was like, the Apex house has a stray cat. Now, I don't know how serious that is or what the scoop is or whatever, but it's like, yeah, you know, Today it's a cat, tomorrow it's a raccoon in the crawl space or something fucking with all your insulation. Let's get that sold. Let's then you got that. the squatters in there shitting <laughs> in buckets. Squatters I would... I, I, how would you handle it if there were a squatter and you had the Apex house like I do? I might kill him. There's squatter laws. That's the problem. There's, there, they, they, there's laws about that sort of thing. But I swear to God, I'd walk in that house. Now I can't do it. But I'd be like, ah, squatters! Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I thought they were going to kill me. <laughs> they were in my house. There's a castle law here. They're I in my say, house. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But, but <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> they might catch a beating. They might catch a real beating. Um, I, I know when I was looking at houses, we were, we were looking at all these different locations around. And there was one not too far from here. And uh, my friend and I go to the place. We pull up in the driveway, and uh, we start kind of looking in to see. It's you know, it's got the the, the real estate lockbox on the thing. Mm -hmm. There's a code to get the key out, and uh, we look in there, and there's stuff in there, like not stuff that got left behind. Someone's squatting in there. There's like a, a you know, like blankets and pillows shoved in a corner, and like some like food and stuff laying around. Someone's squatting in the house, and I was like. I don't want to consider it now. Somebody's been shitting in a bucket in this house. Somebody's been living in there as some sort of a hobo. There are hobos living in this house right now. Mm -hmm. Some form of like, like if we're like best case scenario, it's some poor down on his luck guy. Worst case scenario, it's a criminal or something. I don't want to live here. So like, uh, we just called the cops and got out of there. But if it were my house, like they definitely get held there. They'd go to jail right then. They, mm -hmm. They'd get held at gunpoint or something for trespassing until the police could get there. And they might get their asses kicked a little, but I wouldn't shoot them. I wouldn't I like that at all. I, I see those situations uh, for those. I don't know if there's squatter laws across the globe, but basically, if you Did leave you see a the Detroit video, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's a Detroit video, and the reporter goes, and he basically goes. So the guy owns a home, and there's squatters in it. So the reporter, who's awesome, shows up in like a bathrobe, like I'm going to start living here too. Heck with it. He's like, you know, he's like, who are you to tell me not to live in this house? It's not yours. And they're like, well, yeah. it's not yours either. Yeah, well, I'm squatting. You know? well, he, 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 like, I got permission from the owner to be here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the owner. He said I could be, she said I could live here all I wanted. So I'm here. I'm here, <laughs> baby. It was good. The bathrobe yeah. was the best prop too. It just made him look so ready to like be Relax. at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He might have had toothpaste and toothbrush. I'm not sure. You know, he was just like, what? I'm ready. I'm moving in. It's yeah. great. I don't like squatters. I, I know that, that 
I know in some situations, I'm sure it does. It comes from a place of you know just being a real hard, tough jam in your life. I don't know what it's like to be homeless. It must be incredibly terrible. But mm-hmm. that's my fucking house. I like, just he, I never see the squatter side of it. And I know there's some people who are going to be like, well, Woody, you know, you earn money and stuff. Of course you don't. But I it, even Lee, like, how can you just move into someone's home and claim it as yours? Like you have some right to be there. Like I I can see why you might let someone stay in a home you're not using out of kindness but when that kindness is up it's your right to kick them out i I just don't get how squatters have rights i don't like that at all and and, um it's one of those things where i'm like i I just want to be hands off from lately if it were a political question someone were asking me to vote on i'd be like i don't fucking care i'm gonna abstain from this one but don't you move in my fucking house because i'll call woody (laughs) (laughs) he will gun you down (laughs) we have a plan (laughs) <laughs> uh, so yeah i wouldn't do that i wouldn't play airsoft this week i uh i'd always been like poo-pooing it saying that i wouldn't like it and um i i felt like it wasn't fair to keep saying that because i'd never actually done it mm-hmm. like you know don't knock it before you try it so i went uh to this place called ss airsoft in atlanta it's all indoors i, I rented like an m16 m4 type rifle that close shoots. combat indoors sort of lots of structures Lots of structures, lots of close quarters. Uh, it was as close to Call of Duty as you're ever going to get. It, it reminded me a lot of Call of Duty. Um, uh, covering fire worked. You know, people were. The problem with it is this. So it stings. It really does hurt. It hurts more than I used to think it did, and it hurts plenty enough to like. Holy keep smokes! You from, That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it hurts plenty enough to like keep you in line to like keep you from doing stupid stuff. Like in laser tag, you just <laughs> running around. You don't care if somebody hits you. But in paintball, you're like, I'm not going to do that. Somebody will shoot me and it'll hurt like a motherfucker. And I, my thought process was that maybe in Airsoft, it just doesn't hurt enough to keep people honest, to keep them playing a strategic game that's not silly and doesn't break down quickly. Um, it does hurt enough. The problem is everybody dresses up like they're fucking G.I. Joe. Everybody's got this big combat pack on so you don't feel it. I wore a T-shirt. I wore a T-shirt and uh, sweatpants, and I, I really paid for it. I got shot a lot. It really had hurt like a motherfucker. Um, I'm just covered in like little little welts everywhere. Uh, the guns shoot pretty fast. It, I, I like peek through a hole I shouldn't have, and three BBs come through instantly. And I'm just like, ah! You know what I liked? <laughs> I, now, maybe a better paintball player would, would not buy this argument. But for me, it, like I kind of shoot a paintball to see where it's going. I mean, I aim it, but you know, you shoot it, and then I can adjust. And my second or third shot is usually on target. You know, maybe even fourth if the guy's really far and I'm, you know, lobbing long balls in. But um, it takes my second or third shot before I'm on target. Now, with a paint, with an airsoft gun, it's a scope that works. Like everyone in airsoft has strike fire. Help me with the paintball that goes straight and fast with a tail on it. Oh, first strike. First strike. That's what I'm looking for. Everyone in Airsoft has the equivalent of first strikes. They yeah. better. It's better. They're so fucking accurate. Um, I was able to. There would be a guy across the field, like maybe 35 yards away, and I was like, I'm going to shoot this guy in the head, and I would. You know, it's, uh, they're very accurate. I, I couldn't use the sights because I had a paintball mask. I think if I go mm-hmm. again, I'll get, like, just goggles with one of those mesh, uh, like, you know, like, like Sub-Zero has mm-hmm. and, uh, like, one of those deals. But I don't know. I don't think I liked it. I, it, I was in there and, and just running around and shooting people, and I just wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't having fun. And I, I thought a lot about why I don't enjoy it. And I think for one thing, I don't always know when I'm hitting people. Like sometimes it's it's like real life. They're so far away, and I'm just like, choo, 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 
Ooh, any ducks? And I don't know if I got them or not. And they play respawn games, so it's even more like Call of Duty. So, like, you get shot, you run to the back, tag the wall, and then jump right back in. So, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Uh, I, I, no. I didn't... Can I ask you this? Would you have liked it more if you played on fields closer to what we play paintball on? That's a question. I'm going to try that. I'm not, I'm not completely done. I'm going to play outdoors next time. I think I would have liked it if I'd had a better gun. I also think I would like it if those guns weren't... Why do they look like real guns? That's why I don't, one thing I don't understand. You look at a paintball gun. And, it's a marker. I mean, it's a marker. Yeah, it's not, it, it looks funky like, like something sci-fi. Most of them do. There are milsim markers, mm -hmm. but... Um, there's a lot of like silly things. They're all anodized purple and green and blue, and I like that about paintball. But in airsoft, it, everybody's got M4s and AUGs and M16s, and it's like I've got all that stuff for real. So I don't want your cheaper version of it that's $300. So I started looking at other paintball guns, and I found some sci or, uh, airsoft guns, and I found like some sci-fi ones that look like battle rifles <laughs> and look like laser guns, and that's what I'd rather have. I'd rather Gears of War Lancers, right? With the chainsaw on it. That's what you need. <laughs> oh, dude, there were so many people with melee weapons at this thing. There really? were guys with swords stuck in their back like that, guys with these little commando knives stuck like this. Everybody was... I got surrendered. Somebody like ran... One guy had a lightsaber. One guy <laughs> had a fucking... He was like, Vroom. And it's, it's CQB enough that like, if you walk into the wrong building, you could get lightsabered quick. Like, like it would be, and I, I was just like, God, please don't let that kid light. I really me. like that idea. Like if I was playing, I would want like, um, the needle gun from Halo, maybe a lightsaber, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if that Milsim stuff is hiding you much. Like when I play paintball, I typically wear this blue and white portal Jersey. That's nothing like camouflage. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't hold me back too much in airsoft, I'd love to do it there too. Yeah. I, I like to wear that stuff too. It's, um, I don't like dressing up like I'm GI Joe. Uh, mm -hmm. I know some people think that I like want to be a commando or something. It's not like that. I just like guns. Like like the idea of being a commando or something doesn't appeal to me. I don't want to dress up and play army. I think it's silly. So like when I what see, he likes, and, and, I, I think is it accurate to say you like precision remote hole poking objects? Like that's the well, cool yeah. part of it. Right, yeah. it, it, it's not about combat. It's about a really good piece of machinery that does yeah, a neat thing. I just, I just like it. It's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful gun. Is it? I, I like guns. Yeah. Wow. It's a, wait. It's that's a, a marker. This is not a marker. What the? F is a, what is that? It's a 1911. Really? Yeah. Something about the way I'm looking at it. It just looked way bigger than a 45. Um. What's not? It's a. It's okay, my. I trust you. Oh. It's, it's my Springfield Armory TRP. It's, oh, that's uh, not what I was thinking of. I was thinking really hefty. What's the one you like a lot? It it looks very similar to that. It's black. It might start with a K, like Nightdale or something. Yeah, my uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk. That's it. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's actually thinner. It's a uh, it's a lot thinner. They shaved a lot off the body. It's lighter. This one's actually really heavy. But um, but I don't know. I like I like guns. Which I, one's I, thinner? I don't, the Nighthawk for sure. Okay. They shaved a lot off of it. The idea was to make it light. So I like the airsoft concept, but I didn't like it in practice. Um, everybody there knew me too. That was that was annoying. Like I walked, there was there was an autograph signing and picture taking line. Um, uh huh. And like that started immediately. Um, it didn't go the whole time, but like for the first twenty minutes I was there, they just kind of formed a line. And I must have taken fifteen or twenty pictures or something. It was just like I really don't want to do this. I just came to play, but um, I, you know, I guess that's part of the deal. I get that but probably one-fifth the extent that you do the the caveat i'd put on that because you have like five times as many subs the caveat i'd put on that is i feel like my demo is more concentrated 
right? Whereas you get, you know, I think I picture a lot of adults at Cisco passing your video around. There's a ton of guys who work on construction sites passing your video around, along with a ton of high school kids and college kids and stuff who yeah. enjoy your stuff. With me, like my whole demo right now is in like high school and college, right? They, they, they were middle school, high school. Now they're high school, college. That's all those guys. So when I go into an environment where those people are, I it might rival yours because they're mm -hmm. so concentrated. I went to Colin's, uh, he had a parkour thing yesterday and uh, they were doing some sort of event or whatever. And it was like that. Like some guy mm -hmm. caught me at the buffet line. It was like a potluck lunch type deal. And, uh, and then when he came up and introduced himself to me and said he really liked my videos, he'd been waiting to meet me and stuff like that because he knew Colin was there. Another guy got up the courage to do the same thing, told me how I you know, helped him through rough times and whatever. And uh, I, it's a mix. Like, uh, like, one, I'm really appreciative of it. You know, like I, I, I recognize that they like me and I'm thankful for that. On the other hand, I'm also spending time with my family at Colin's little event. Oh, yeah. You well, know. I would never... <clears throat> the, the way I do it is on the inside, I'm like, I wish you guys would leave me alone. I just came here to play a game. <laughs> But on the outside, even when like the ownership was like, "Hey, we can have that stopped if you want us to," I was just like, "No, no, I don't mind because it's, yeah, I don't know." They they watch. I, I always tell you know like you make great videos, and, and my my response is the same every time. It's like, "Thanks for watching them. What can I do for you?" You know. So, I I try to do whatever I can. And by the time by the end, I think everybody had once everybody had their picture and their autograph, they mostly left me alone. Um, mm -hmm. Not that I really wanted to be like left alone, left alone, but no, they didn't crowd around me or anything. The one guy was like asking about me getting shot in the dick at paintball. That was kind of funny. <laughs> so I don't know. I just didn't have a good time. I just didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't like the, I didn't like a lot of things about it, but in, the concept of it seems interesting. I like that the guns, we've said it before, especially you, you know, the things you like about it. You, you can be light and fast. Sheet, even my shitty rental gun um, carried like 300 BBs or something in a regular like AR-15 magazine. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was fully automatic, but I shot semi the whole time. And I mean, I never ran out of ammo, not one game. And that was with respawns for like 10 minutes straight, just constantly on the trigger. Um, you just and, didn't run out of ammo. And the, the ammo is just slightly more than free, whereas in paintball, the ammo is a pretty significant expense. Ah. You can spend a couple hundred. 75 bucks for uh, the two of us to go play airsoft, getting rentals, um, all the BB. I got so many extra BBs. Like, we mm -hmm. didn't nearly shoot up that bag of BBs. Um, and so it was $75 for the day for that, whereas paintball is about $280 for the day. So it's like a quarter as expensive. Uh, uh, so, and, and I didn't even rent guns at the paintball things. So that was just paint. And, uh, oh, if you had rented guns for two people, you might have added another 70 bucks on that. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I'm Eight, not sure. Yeah. Yeah, $50, $70. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot cheaper, and I think that's what dry, draw, uh, draws a lot of people to it. The guns are cheap, too, from what I understand, three or 400 bucks. Um, some of the people seem to have really nice stuff, and some had middle-of-the-road stuff. I think Airsoft is where they get you the accessories. Like, you, you can get a really nice gun. That, that MP7 I have mm -hmm. is comparable to a real MP7 in, like, build quality, and it's, like, 400 bucks. But people put real-life scopes on them. You know, people put real life, the Picatinny rails. I hope I said that right. Um, you know, all the, all the things that you might do to trick out a real life gun, they do that at the same cost. Oh, and the outfits they wear and stuff. It's a big deal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm going to do it again, but I'm certainly not in a rush to do it again. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, uh, 
I like the idea of it, but in practice, it wasn't that much fun. And it hurt a lot. I think that I either wish that everybody was wearing T-shirts or that I didn't have just a fucking T-shirt on because <laughs> it, hurt it, it hurts too much to, uh, to, uh, to deal with sometimes. Like I ran into a building and a guy shot me three times in the leg point blank and it, I just kind of like crumpled. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like, surrender! <laughs> like, we're done here. So did, you, did you go alone? No, I took, I took the girlfriend. Okay. Now, how did she feel about the pain? Uh, it hurt her a lot too. I think we we were in agreement about that. She she hated all those little kids too. Um, I know she. I watched her get shot right in the neck one time, and mm -hmm. she was just ah motherfucker. <laughs> and so she, we're we're both cursing around the kids, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it. Uh, I, I think I'd rather play paintball, but if uh, uh, I, I will do it again. But I'm not in love for sure. I'm gonna mm. have to work out. I'm gonna have to find a way to make uh, airsoft enjoyable for me. I think. Maybe just the right shirt would help a lot. Maybe so, yeah. But then you get so hot. Like, even yes. wearing just a t-shirt, I was melting. Like, Is I there was an just... outdoor facility? Because then they'd, yeah. you'd be hit by long balls and stuff. You know, it wouldn't be so bad. But it, it, the thing about people denying that they got hit, that wasn't my experience. Like, most of my kills were by flanking people and kind of long. I'll call it 30 yards. And... Uh, um, so here I am at 30 yards and I'm hitting them like six times and they want me to stop. Right. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Well, when I got shot, I was always just like, I'm out, I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> right? out. A, an airsoft gun. If your parents bought you a little plastic BB gun for Christmas, these are different. These aren't spring loaded toys. They're like compressed air, crazy things. And, yeah. and when you shoot someone with them, they want you to stop. Yeah, there's two. I think there's two versions. I think there's the well, maybe three. There's the spring versions, which I think those are the bottom of the barrel, the cheap ones. And then there's air powered and battery powered. Uh, mm -hmm. And and I don't know what the advantages are. Obviously, with air, you've got to have a, a tank of air, I suppose. And I was worried that the battery charge thing was going to be an issue. Like, do I run out of batteries after a round, two rounds? Is it like air where I got to be like grabbing a new one? But it seemed to last all day. Uh, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole thing, really. Hmm. So I'm trying to think. I'm still stuck on Merca's hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Avengers. I thought that was pretty decent. How uh, was the scene that I slept through with the Hulk and the anti-Hulk? It was pretty good. Yeah, it, it was pretty good to see like because uh, Tony had a few <laughs> like you know he's a genius, so he had come up with little uh, things that that suit would do that would help you know you, you want to disarm the hulk and and the hulk's got this huge strong arm so like one at one point the hulk's reaching for him and, and tony stark's robot arm like encapsulates the hulk's arm and like choo, 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 like locks his whole arm up inside of like a gauntlet and then he starts flying away with him and it's like yeah the hulk doesn't weigh that much you could just fly away with him but that doesn't work out well and then there's one part where he's punching the hulk and the hulk he's like grounding <laughs> It's like it's like a ground and pound scenario, but Tony Stark's not doing this. He's got a robot arm, so his arm is just <laughs> reciprocating. It's going, choo, 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 choo. and he's just like, go to sleep, go to sleep, and the Hulk's just done, 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 done. So, but wait, is Tony Stark in that machine? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that Tony Stark was fighting the Hulk. Yeah. Why was Tony Stark fighting the Hulk? Because the uh, Scarlet Witch fucked with the Hulk's mind, I think that's her name, and uh -huh. he went into a rage and was ripping a city apart, killing lots of people. I see. So did Stark actually beat the Hulk? Or did um, Black Widow make him nice again? Or I think I, I don't even remember how that scene ended, mm. if, if I'm being honest. Um, they, 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 uh, let's see, what did happen? Oh, I know, yes, Stark did beat the Hulk. 
So uh, what happened was Stark, there was a giant building under construction, like maybe 30 stories, something mm -hmm. like that, but it had the cranes on them and everything, and it was all exposed with the, uh, the I-beams and the structural... Form, uh, structural stuff, pushed the Hulk through the top of that building all the way to the bottom, and then the whole building collapses on him, uh, like a huge skyscraper collapses on the Hulk, and then the Hulk wakes up, and you can see he's starting to power down a little, starting to turn a little less green, but then he goes into a rage again, and Tony knocks him out. So, like, that's it. Hmm. Maybe I'll rewatch that movie. I want to see that scene. Maybe I'll it wait was, for the torrent. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was the greatest scene ever. I didn't think it was, like, the, I didn't think it was the best scene in the movie. I liked, uh... I liked a few of the, of, the, of the fight scenes in the movie. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like the greatest thing ever, but you know, it's, it's, you got all those heroes. How could it not be bad? It's, it, it's, it's pretty well done. I didn't like that, um, um, sh what's her name? The, um, the assassin, the Romanoff chick. I didn't like how like sensitive and like uh, vulnerable she was. Uh, I won't give any spoilers really, but something happens <laughs> to her, sort of an emotional kind of thing. And I feel like if it happened to Tony Stark, he was fuck that. I don't care. I'm fucking Tony Stark. He'd have just brushed it off. If, mm -hmm. it, if it had happened to to um, Hawkeye, he'd just been like, you know, focus on the mission. But it happens to her, and she's all like, it's it's a bunch of drama. She's staring at walls and like all by herself, thinking uh, like longingly about this thing that's happened to her emotional life. And it's Joss Whedon's supposed to be the strong female character, Buffy the guy. Vampire Slayer. Yeah, and many others. He's done a lot of stuff, and it's it's it, it didn't make sense. I think that's why he got a lot of flack. Uh, Chiz and I, Chiz mentioned that earlier. I felt like they were holding him to a higher standard. Like lots of other people could have made that movie, and they wouldn't have fussed at how the female character wasn't strong enough. Yet Josh Whedon makes that movie, and all of a sudden it's like, hey man, you just you make strong female characters. Fuck you for changing who you are. And no, uh, yeah, wasn't that yeah. bad. I think I don't yeah. know. I slept through the. It middle. wasn't a huge. It wasn't a huge thing, but it was just something I noticed. Mm. Um, I'm, I don't think there were any real flaws in the movie that I saw that I was just like, "Eh, what's going on there?" There were a few times when, like, it was like, "Wait, how did you get here? Why is everybody together now? I thought you were over there and doing this thing." And but that's just the nature of a movie when you've got like eight or nine major characters doing a thing together across the globe. Um, so I liked it. Uh, I wanted to watch Mad Max, but it wasn't in IMAX, and I'm going back to watch it Mad Max tomorrow. Uh, right. I think I think that's going to be the the. It's not going to blow everybody away at the box office and make a billion, but I think it's the best movie in theaters right now. I think I think it's going to be better than the Avengers. Maybe I'll. I'd love to go to a movie on a weekday. That helped me get straight. But I uh, my mom called today. Uh, I don't talk to her a lot. Her vacation schedule is ridiculous. Just for one, she <laughs> called me from the deck of a Disney cruise ship. As they were departing New York City, <laughs> you know, and the call ended like I forget, like the Coast Guard was escorting them somewhere in a helicopter. There was all this security around it, and uh, and they were headed off to sea. I don't even know where. Like, yeah, I literally don't know where. I Aquaman. think Aquaman. <laughs> you're Aquaman. <laughs> I just and uh, but she watched it. I. She asked me how things were going, and I talked to her about that moment. In Fast Forward, for people who've heard it already, I've talked a lot of shit about my general contractor. At the court date, he was doing this big handshake while teasing me about mowing my yard. And the handshake was this roundabout sort of thing where it seemed like the second half of it was like the hug. 
you know, like bring it in here for a chest bump type thing. And I was like, no, denied. And uh, it was because I didn't want to seem so two-faced. I didn't want to like talk shit about him on PKA and then in real life be hugging the guy like we're friends. So um, I told her about that and she said, yes, I know I've seen the video. And I was like, right, you know, and if you've seen Painkiller already, and I'm sure you haven't, um, you know, she's like, oh no, I watch Painkiller already. I watch every minute. I can't wait for you to see your fat mom again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck. Like, but my real life people aren't supposed to see the stuff I say on Painkiller already. I, I've explained that to so many people. I'm, I'm like, look, you can't judge me by the shit I say on there. We're being entertaining. Like, like I, sometimes, it, sometimes pedophilia is just the, just the joke. That's where I go. Like, I've got that pedophile comment. I can be like, oh, like a priest, eh? I can, you know, I can just put it in there. It's, 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 it's just all about being funny and entertaining. Like, like I don't mean that shit. Don't listen I, to what I say. I'm not an asshole. I learned recently there's some like group of people. I think it starts with an M. I was on Reddit. And uh, they give blowjobs to their kids as a uh, kind of just like an I love you. Not these are infant kids. So they're not it's, it, to them. It's not a sexual thing. It's just sort of a cooling, you know, like an I love you. And they view kisses as sort of a I don't want to say foul, but a, a sexual thing that shouldn't be done I'm sorry. I'm in sorry. public. I'm start over. You're telling me there's a group of people who who give their children their, their infants oral sex. As the sort boys. Of a to a, as to the a, boys. Yeah. Does the, the mother do this? Is it, yes, yeah, just like a, a sort of cooling, you know. But the dad doesn't. I don't See, think that's so. That's how you know it's inappropriate because the dad, <laughs> because it's not, it's not like, honey, I'm tired. You want to blow little Billy? Yeah, of course. Where's he at? Like, that wouldn't happen. That's how you know it's inappropriate. That's how you gauge. Uh, that, that's how you explain that to a person who's so insane he's bl they're blowing their child. You're like, oh, so does your husband blow Billy too? Oh, no, that'd be weird. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. Um, uh, that's, I, I I'm I'm much less on board with that than I am with those uh, Hasidic uh, or Hasidim. You know those Jewish guys. Those uh, those uh, oh the foreskin. But which which turned out not to be true, of course. Wait, that turned out not to be true. Yeah, they 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 cut it. You know, with with like uh, the moil. Uh, you know, he uses a, a blade. He's, uh -huh. They've got special like dick cutting instruments, and then they. I've heard that they suck the blood to like get it to stop bleeding, uh, sort of thing. But but they're not actually biting the foreskin off. That's that would be a real. I mean, if you think about. Oh, it, I didn't think they were biting the. I thought they were giving blowjobs basically to get rid of the blood or something. Like they were sucking the blood off. I think the, it's just kind of a like you know you cut your thumb or your. Ah fuck ah, yeah. That's not an appropriate thing to do to a baby penis after you circumcise it. I didn't say it, it was either, but you, you're, you're telling me that these people are like, ready for a bet? Uh-huh. All right, then. Uh. <laughs> I don't think I'm painting the right picture. I think it's more of a, you know, There's infant no crying, upset, inconsolable, needs a little blowy, you know, to, to get it back on, on, on pace. I read about it. It was, it was linked to on Wikipedia, and I'm, I'm having a hard time finding it again. I'm not on board with that, and I think that that's... I don't think that's child abuse. I think that some people might do it because they're weird, and it, it, it might kind of be child abuse. I believe that there might be people who do that, and it's kind of a thing for them, and, and there's nothing weird about it, but I don't like it. I wouldn't do it to my kid, and I wouldn't want it done to my kid. It's just weird. <laughs> Uh, I forgot how I, oh, I was just going to say, like, if that topic were to come up, in the interest of entertainment, I might be pro-baby blowies all night long. 
Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I understand where you're going then. Okay. Yeah, that, that's where I, I was, was like, heading. Pretty pro baby blowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to distance myself from that. No <laughs> I, shirt or whatever. <laughs> I could see for for a night just being like, yeah, baby blowies. What you guys are making a real big deal out of baby blowies? They're just kids. Makes them stop crying. You know, like it. Whatever you say, some things on the show, and yeah. and it's not cool. When, it, let me let me let me gauge your see where you are on this. Would so here are the choices. You've got uh you've got a new infant, mm -hmm. and you have two options. You can either give him, you can either like dip the nipple of his uh, bottle or whatever, uh in uh, in like uh, whiskey or something. Basically, give the kid some alcohol and put him out, or you can or you can have somebody uh blow him. Like, <sighs> God, are you sure? That putting him in a car seat and driving or perhaps running up and down the stairs while holding him or not on the table. Because those work really well. Oh, well, I've, I don't have a lot of baby quieting experience. So for me, it's either alcohol or BJ's. That's all I know. So if it was alcohol or BJ's, I sure would like to hire someone else to do this job. If it's... It, it, you get a prostitute for this? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> let's just say hypothetical, like... I don't know. There would just happen to be like a whatever 19-year-old girl sitting on the couch. If I could hand over the boy and be like, you know, can you calm him down? I'd, I'd pick that over the alcohol on the passy. Would you watch? <laughs> I hadn't thought this through. So dark because you can't leave the stranger with your baby. Exactly blood. right. I, I, you I, I like you got like like they gotta be there, like blowing your baby, and you just gotta be like. Yeah, pretty good technique yeah. there. I like that. Yeah. I, I feel like the ideal situation would be some sort of like webcam, you know, where you just make sure that, you know, from the other room or from upstairs that that she's not like, you know, putting a finger up the butt, doing it French style and, and, and going next level on this thing. I don't know. I, I just really don't want to give my kid alcohol in his pacifier. Oh, I totally do that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving your kid a little alcohol. Um, I think it's been done for like generations. Lots of people do that. I remember when I was like, like seven or eight. Like uh, you know, if we didn't have any cough medicine, I've had homemade cough medicine. And, <laughs> I have uh, no idea what homemade cough medicine is. I've had homemade cough medicine. Here's what it is: you take. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the uh, the exact ratios. But if you Google this, I'm sure you'll find it. You, it's lemon juice, honey, Crown Royal. So like you mix lemon juice, honey, and Crown Royal. And uh, it sort of burns as it goes down. It's uh, it, it's great. I, I can remember drinking that stuff as a kid, and not like you know, like tipping a bottle or anything, but just like, you know, a spoonful or something like that, or a couple spoonfuls maybe. It's like an eight-year-old who's can't go to sleep. That's the other thing; it puts you to sleep. The alcohol. Yeah, I'm finding stuff. Uh, pretty like honey's a consistent one. Um, ginger, pepper, thyme. This. Excuse me, this one says, it doesn't mention the alcohol. I thought that'd be a key ingredient. Only at my home, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but baby blowies are definitely on the bottom of the list uh, of things that I would want to be part of. It, it just, it, that seems like a whole mess. So, so is there people who do this and like, no one minds? Is that what's going on? Or yeah, are there people I, well, like shucks. I wonder if I can find the article again. It, it was a Reddit thing that linked to, that linked to Wikipedia. Um, well, that's just gross to me. And I feel like maybe like it's fucking the kid up. Like, that, like you don't know. Maybe that, that kid's going to be Hitler now or something. Maybe Hitler's mom probably blew him. That's, that was the whole problem. <laughs> 
Um, this this will mess with your search history. Hmm. Uh, and then it was a today I learned. Is that googling baby BJ's or something? Or yeah, whatever. right. Here yeah, it is. Already on the way. I have found it. Um, so search on the term Manchu. Kips. How do I find that? M-A-N-C-H-U. Uh, Here it is. Instead of kissing, Manchu mothers used to show affection to their children by performing fellatio on their male babies, placing its penis in their mouth and stimulating it, since it was not considered a sexual act, while the Manchu regarded public kissing with revulsion, which was considered sexual. So public kissing, a sexual act you don't do, but a little baby blowy, you know, just calms them down. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not going to be uh, part of... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go along with that at all. That just seems real gross. And I can. I can just imagine like someone else. Uh, like, you might eventually be able to convince me that that's a that's a prudent thing. Probably not. <laughs> but you'd never be able to convince like the general public. Like when you whip your baby out of a restaurant and, and everybody's thinking like, oh, what's what are they gonna do? A diaper? You gonna <laughs> like pacifier? Uh, bottle, she's gonna whip a booby out. Like what's about to happen here? And then she just starts blowing the kid right there at Denny's. Like. It wouldn't go over well. It wouldn't go over well at all. So Manchu appears to be an Asian thing. I just Googled Manchu and look at the images that come up, and it's all like... Makes sense. Samurai. Uh, the Japanese are always up to that weird shit. They probably... I'm surprised, <laughs> they, I'm surprised they didn't use like a fucking squid to, to blow the bait or something. <laughs> right? You just attach a little starfish <laughs> right on this tiny little baby penis and... Uh, yeah. yeah. That's awful. We talk about baby dick way too much on this show. Right? And and this is the, that circles back to the other thing. It's weird when your worlds collide. You know, then you meet someone in real life and my mother's like, "You know what? I didn't quite line up with you on the baby fellatio issue." Yeah. <laughs> like, "God, yeah, oh, yeah." Good, first of all. <laughs> yeah, I've had lots of arguments and fights and stuff with people who were, you know, like they didn't like something I said on the show or they thought they thought that I like misrepresented them and I'm like, "Well, I was just a, uh, y y it's a show. It's, it's <laughs> My a mom show. lost weight. And I think oh. that was the, the core point of the, I can't wait for you to see your fat mother again. Um, I mentioned to my wife and she's like, right, right. I mean, she's been getting scouting reports from my sister-in-law and um, apparently she's on, she's on something for like ADD, which might be Adderall. Adderall. And she was on something else too. Like she's on a couple things that kind of like stimulate you and, and suppress your appetite. And that's led to some weight loss. It might've been just vitamin B12 and Adderall, something like that. And that combo is causing her to be more active, get her sort of walking up and going and stuff. And she's living a healthier life. My sister-in-law feels like this is terrible that, you know, these things will take a toll on you. Uh, but so will fat and, uh, you know, pick your poison. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Getting healthy. That's it's always. I hope. Uh, yeah. Well, looking hotter is good. So that's a thing. Yeah. Go, I, mom. I mean, we. I, I feel. I was listening to Melissa Etheridge today. You know, she sings that song. Come through my window. Oh, yes. I'll be home soon. Mm -hmm. You know that chick. Um. So she's like a. <laughs> you didn't like that. I didn't hit the notes well. <laughs> no, it, I don't like her version anymore. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Um, so she was on the Stern Show, and she was talking about uh, uh, cancer, and she was talking about the this bracket gene or something that some women have that makes them more susceptible, more likely to get cancer. And then she went on, to, they were talking about how Angelina Jolie had that uh, double mastectomy before, just because she had the gene, not because she had any form of cancer, any signs of cancer. And she was talking about that she didn't like that uh, choice. And she went on to talk about how that works. She was like, you got to activate that gene. That gene will lie dormant as long as you live your live a good life. She's like, it's things like stress and uh, unhealthiness that, that activate those things. And I never... I, I guess I knew that in passing, but hearing her say it like that uh, was kind of different. I was just thinking about like, yeah, I guess it is important to like, uh, you know, live healthy so that your body doesn't tear itself apart from the inside. And I just, I honestly, I started thinking about wings. To, to be honest, I was like, you know, if he has any bad genes, like surely his stress levels. I know they're huge. I saw, I've seen, I've seen him, you know, get unhappy on streams and stuff and mm -hmm. rage and stuff. That can't be good for him, uh, not spiritually. He's or, not uh, naturally. Um cool-tempered right that's not oh. the way he's wired he and and it's genuine too it's not like he's putting on a I get angry show that uh, would be entertaining and I would like it I wish that were the case I wish no. that wings were like I wish that I could you know you skyped him and he's like what are you about to do live stream I'm gonna come unglued tonight they're gonna love it mm -hmm. that's, not, that's not the case though. no he doesn't want to come unglued on his live streams and uh, uh, when you play with him and you're not streaming when no one's recording voices or anything like that uh, it's the same show. It's upsetting know. for him. He cares a lot about the game. Right. I can, I can relate to that in, in, in a way. Like when I'm doing poorly at Civ, mm -hmm. I get I get when a perfect example is when somebody else when I'm trying to build like the great library and I've spent all those turns of work and then somebody sneaks out from under me. I want to quit. I want to quit right then and there. That uh, the last time we played, I was. I think I was working on something big. I spent a great engineer on it, and they still beat me by oh, a turn. Yeah. It's like, that really sucks. Like, that's... Yeah. If you get it simultaneously, I'm not sure how they, like, do a tiebreaker there. Mm -hmm. I, but who knows? Maybe it's first in line, you know, because there's a succession, a turn. You, you the know, hammers your city has would be it an might be how many guess. hammers total. Right. It might be how many hammers have been applied to the the works. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's got. Maybe it takes a hundred hammers to build the Great Wall or whatever it may be, and you've applied like, uh, you know, a great gener uh, that that great um, engineer to it. But maybe he worked on it a turn and then used a great engineer, and he's got even more hammers. I don't know, but that was shitty, and I've only seen that once before. I was on one of us was on the winning side of it. I think it might have been me. Mm. Where I just beat the guy by a turn, and it was in a live stream. We still lost that game. Yeah, it's, damn it, it's, monkey! It's <laughs> shitty when that happens. <laughs> we uh, we've been having fun. I've been thinking about going back and playing Beyond Earth and, and trying to like that game. It's the sequel to Civilization Five. It's Civilization I, Six. I've been thinking about getting out of Civ because I, I <laughs> yeah, really like I, I I guess it was a month or two. I don't follow Gold Glove that closely. I like the guy. I, I, I want well for him in life, but I don't watch everything he does. I, I think he feels the same way about me you know he's like yeah i like woody whatever but i don't watch everything you know, he's not pka watching anyway remotely like through, like through the grapevine i heard that he like did a video saying like look i'm kind of doing an unhealthy thing here with the amount of game playing i have like i'm not getting enough outside time i'm not my sleep schedule is not right or whatever and i i line up with that um i've been thinking about quitting civ <laughs> like, you got your minecraft duties to, to tend to as well that's civ's the only game i really play i'll jump on something uh -huh. else occasionally but it's like a 20 minute thing or a 30 minute thing i'll play mortal Kombat for a few rounds or something <laughs> but civ is a whole different scenario it's that game, you can't 
that game we lost. I'm sorry. I thought there was a break in your yeah. speech, but um, that game we lost, it started at like 8 p.m., which to me is a reasonable time to kick off a game, but it didn't end until like 4.30 maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to. I don't. I, I like don't waking up at like seven, you know, running through the shower and being ready for my day. When I when I'm, I'm back at nine after you know I, I take Hope to school, and it's like there's so much day in front of me. It's only nine a.m. I should run off to Home Depot and get that paint to fix this thing, or you know I should mow. It's still cool out. It is beautiful out at nine in the morning. I come back at nine a.m. Oftentimes, my wife has like a breakfast made, and we eat breakfast outside on like we have like patio furniture. It's nothing special, but um, it's really nice to eat breakfast outside when it's still cool out. You know, it, it's summer, and I live in the south, like you do. But but for the listeners, you know, it it's hot. Like you know, it hit ninety today. That's not to me pleasant outside. Mm-hmm. But in every morning is like sixty-seven. It's amazing, and. Uh, I want to stop like staying up till four and then getting out of my bed, like sweaty and clammy at noon and (laughs) showering at one and the rest of the world. Like, you know, your responsibilities are immediately on top of you. You know, someone's got to be driven somewhere, taken out of school or if you have work to get done, I mean, there's not that many hours left. It's time to go, go. I don't know. It, it's nice to be early to bed, early to rise. You use your time better. It, it's healthier. It's happier. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I want to. I, 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 what I'd rather do, I think, is like play Minecraft from whatever eight till ten thirty or eleven, and then wrap it up. As much as I love Civilization, it, it, it really is just way too time consuming. I, I wish there were a quick way to play it. It's um, playing single players like that. You can and you can leave that at any time and save and walk away. But you know, I, what I just thought of. Um, World of Warcraft, which I've never played, not even once. I'm told that's the issue. Like everything in World of Warcraft takes six hours. So if you want to do that game right, you know, like when people call each other and they want to do raids or whatever, and the reason the guilds are so important, you know, because it's hard to find people who are as dedicated and devoted and awesome at the thing as you are, it's the time. I'm told everything in WoW takes six hours or more. You know, some things take 12 hours. And if you don't have 12 hours to play that game, you're done. That's yeah. That was one of the things I liked about COD so much. You can play COD if you have 25 minutes. You know, if you have 25 minutes, you can get in two games, do your thing, put it back down. You're fine. In Civ, 25 minutes is nothing. That's all it takes to set up and get started. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's, it's nothing. Uh, it's a real ordeal. You're, you know, it's. But that's why it's. I think. I think it's. Um, that's why it's so rewarding. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. I always. I explain it to people like this because it's kind of hard to explain how civilization works um, in depth. Anyway, and I. I, I talk about sandcastles. Uh, like imagine it as a sandcastle uh, competition. You know, you're over here. You build one gigantic sandcastle. The other guy might build three medium sandcastles. At the end, our sandcastles fight. We see whose sandcastle is better, and uh, no matter what happens, it seems generally, the guy with the better sandcastle is going to stomp your sandcastle out while you watch slowly. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to thump the fucking drawbridge, and it's going to vaporize, and then he's just going to smear out the western wall because he likes it, and then it's just... It's heartbreaking, and that's, that's why it's so addictive. It is. Or maybe there's three people playing, and now it's, you know, we all have sandcastles. And for some goddamn reason, player A picked a fight with me, and I win. But when I win, I don't get your shit. 
I'm suffering from the effects of that war. Now my drawbridge has been flicked with this finger. In the top <laughs> of the little castle, they ripped the flag off. And, and the, the wonderful farmland that surrounded it has all been pillaged and it's smoking. And it's, Meanwhile, that guy, who's not even as good as me, has been living this age of prosperity because he wasn't at war. And I have to like come back and use perhaps my superior skill and knowledge to overcome a guy who wasn't attacked like I was. And that's just how the game, it's part of the game, right? That guy didn't do anything wrong by attacking me. You know, he thought I would have clearly won maybe, or he thought if he got my city, he could clearly win or who knows. But when you defend an attack like that, you know, it, it, you're just hurt. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, the, it, some guy attacked Chiz in their last game. Okay. And Chiz wouldn't let him go. Chiz was like, you've made a terrible mistake. You were warned there will be no peace. <laughs> for hours, for hours, this guy would be begging in the chat. He's like, Chiz is like, I showed you, I, sh I proposed a deal that would give you 10 turns apiece, and you turned it down. It's only getting worse from here. And the deal is awful. It's like, give me two resources, like, give me two of your luxuries uh -huh. and make me super happy, and you go deeper in the happiness hole, and I'll mm. leave you alone for a little while. And finally, he just accepted it because Chiz wouldn't leave him alone. Chiz kept burning his shit. Um, <laughs> Chiz it, was, it was pretty funny. It's, um, it's, it's, it really sucks you in. It's, it's a huge time investment, and uh, you can easily play for nine hours and then walk away feeling kind of like nauseous and uh, like, uh, I don't know, um, weird, <laughs> just kind of like thrown off by the fact that you've been sitting in one spot uh, for like nine hours minus like bathroom breaks. It's, the, uh, the huge time investment. So I, I hate to call myself a game developer, right? But I, I play a part in the creative process of making new games, right? And if you have a game that's on, this is Woodycraft I'm talking about. And uh, if you make a game that's really simple, where everyone can plop in, like it's TDM, you know, it, it, like here it is. It's an octic, you know, this is our UFC game, but with swords. You just drop people in and they whack at each other and it ends. Then everyone instantly knows how to play, but it doesn't have that like depth that sucks you in. And then you can go to where like, um, what was, did you see the ending of Parks and Rec? Ah, oh, shucks. So the, the accountant character, I forget his name, of course, invented a game like, you know, Dungeons of Guardia or something. And uh, you can tell this game is super complicated. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but with a like role playing, uh, like not role playing, but like a board game Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway, it's so complicated. You'd think who would ever get into this? And that's where Civ is. I, Civ is so far to the it takes... 10 just, hours just to understand the game you're playing. Like, okay, you want to correct me? I feel like it. I, so I'm still, I still don't know half of what there is to know, maybe. Hmm. There's so many formulas that go into calculating stuff to calculate whether or not it's appropriate, for example, to build a road between your capital city and your second city. It depends how many hexes away it is and how much go and what the population of each is. There's a formula. You do like population times 1.3 times another number and then you figure out your gold and then you have to subtract or add that or subtract that from, you know, the, the gold per tile cost. Uh, but that changes if you're um, if you have um, scholars and residents passed, which is a, a, a diplomatic thing. <laughs> and that's just the, 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 the math that you need to do to determine if roads are appropriate. There, it, it, the same applies to every aspect of the game. Things like production. Um, there's a whole... There's a whole way to manipulate the science tree where you use the extra beakers that you get. So let's say you're making 10 science per turn, but it only takes three to get a science. 
Uh, there's a way to abuse that system and have tons of overflow that keeps applying to the next tech mm -hmm. using great scientists. And all of that is just difficult to wrap your head around. It's, it, you, can play a, you, can, you can learn to be an okay Civ player in maybe three or four long, of those long games. But to be a really good Civ player, you just can't have a life, I think. Like, I feel like, like guys, just to learn to be a Civ player takes 10 hours. Like it, That's hard to define. But it, you could be a COD player. If you play Gears of War, you'll be a COD player in five minutes. Right, you'll learn the 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 buttons yeah. on the controller, and now you're a COD player. You're not a very good one, but yeah, you, know, you know how to play this game. In Civ, that process is ten hours. Ten hours just to understand how the tech tree works and what the things you're working on are. When I, I played Civ Five, got in a happiness hole, and it it took me a little while to figure out why that was important. You know, the happiness hole turns out to be incredibly important, and. Uh, and you know, I didn't know how to fix it for a while too. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, it's very complicated. It's and that's what makes it. And that that's where the skill is. Uh, the the skill in Civ is in the complexity of the game. Um, yeah. The people who devote more time to it and are a little bit smarter uh, get better at it. That's it. It is true. It is a game that rewards like actual cognitive horsepower. Yeah. You know? But. Or, and also that that can be substituted somewhat with just passion for the game. Like I know you, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you know, you'll be in subreddits reading strategy. You see something exciting yeah. about a guy who has. Like, I, I'll make up a number. You know, in eighteen turns, he's got his third city founded, and you're like, oh, I'm employing that tonight. You know, we're gonna give yeah. it a go and see how that works. You know, so the, if you have a lot of passion for it and you read what other people learn and it, you can do well, but yeah, I so. personally, I, I kind of want to get out of it. I like, I want to break the addiction and, and, you know, if you call it that and just be like, you know, what would be good waking up fully refreshed at 7am. I like that. That's, That's a good idea. I, I agree with you. You've got a great idea here, but, but I feel like I'm trending the other way. I'm thinking to myself like. <laughs> Maybe I should go back and give Brave New World a new chance because they've got a new expansion coming that's all about the ocean, uh, and they're they're adding a lot of ocean uh, elements to the to to Beyond Earth. And the reason I didn't like Beyond Earth is because I thought it was really linear. Mm -hmm. It was like either choose harmony. There's three different uh, ways to go about it. I can't remember them all, but there was like three different choices, and it really didn't seem to matter which one you went with. But now they seem to be adding a lot of complexity to it, and that's what they did with Civ Five as well. You know each. Well, Brave New World and Gods and Kings, they added things like the, they changed culture around tremendously and they added the whole religious aspect of the game and lots of tweaks and stuff and maybe I should give it another ch chance is what I'm thinking. World nearly as well as I know Civ Five. Like, uh, it's just a lot of time. Hmm. It's so we had a, a gap there where like the, uh, you froze for a second, but we didn't miss a word and I'm trying to figure out how that works. Like you said, maybe I should give it another chance. And da, da, da. it was that long, but huh. it, but then it seemed to be okay. Like you know? it seemed like the connection got broke. But on my end, it was like, hang on to it, hang on to it. All right, <laughs> all right, and then send it. To, maybe it, it maybe it was just slowed down to a creep, and that data was just was crawling somewhere or just like circulating somewhere and then it went to you yeah and, and then it plays back at like one and a half speed which catches us up but not so quickly that it's like a big issue you know I, i'm learning that if i just stay quiet it'll come back and it'll be okay all right well i apologize for that it's we not your fault you know what are you gonna do how 
You know, when we've talked about this before and you said in the spring you thought you might be moving, but I feel like none of the precursors to moving have been kicked into no. motion. Well, that, see, that's more Kitty's thing than my right. thing anyway. Kitty wants to move. So whenever Kitty's ready to do that thing, she's that's her thing. I, I, I'm not in a hurry to move anywhere. I'm, I'm not moving anywhere geographically anyway. Yeah, so you're just like, hey, this situation's fine. Um, you know, Kitty, if you want to change it, make it happen. And yeah, uh, pretty much, you know, um, so we have, we have a bead on her motivation level. Has she gotten more towards, she likes where she is or she still wants to move? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really asked her about it. Uh, it really doesn't matter to me that, that much. I, I think, you know, I, I just don't care. Um, it, it'll work out one way or another. I'm just kind of focused on my stuff. Cool. Cool. But I mean, I could move at any time, I guess. Um, I think every day you should touch on your new business. Just touch it. It doesn't even yeah. have to be a big thing. Even if touching it means you researched a thing, if touching it means you did a follow-up call, every day your goal should be just to you know, put in a, a few minutes toward it to keep it rolling. Yeah, right now I'm waiting, waiting to get some more information back from my lawyer. Um, See, but you shouldn't let that stop you, right? Like, Do you have the full formula worked out? I'm guessing you're close, but not there. Do you, you know, even if touching it meant calling an equipment manufacturer and learning about their wares, you know, touch it, just touch it every day. Yeah, I can yeah. nag you if you want me to. I, I, I see, I see. Not a problem. You're... All right, cool. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day yeah. I'll, I'll ask for a status report. There's a, there's just a few things that I got to get done first and then I'm pretty much ready. I, I, uh, for the, for the basic part of it. Anyway. I can name things that that you're not advancing on that I won't because it would reveal what, I, what we're talking it about. It would a reveal bit. Yeah, yeah, I, your I, I baby you fellatio mean, but, but machine. Those, I've got people <laughs> on those things. There's feelers out. I, I, they, at some point, I'm just waiting to get back from people. I have some contacts. But you'll send this thing into hyperdrive if you just touch it every day. Like, all right, I'm going to call this equipment manufacturer and see, you know, I'll get prices and this and that. I'm going to talk to real estate owners and see, you know, how they feel about, you know, partnering up on this or that. I'm going to do you know, talk to this and that and, and just, you know, like get all your ducks in a row, multitask because like, you know, right now you might be waiting for uh, your attorney to get back to you, but that's not holding up all this other stuff. Why not? I want to hit the ground running. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. So, okay. I'll nag you. I'm glad that you want sure, that. Sure. Sure. I'll take some <laughs> nagging. I'm used to it. It's, yeah. The idea is too brilliant not to do. If you keep yeah. doing nothing, I'm going to be your partner and then I'm going to get all this shit done. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, all right, Kyle, I've watched you fuck this up for nine months now. <laughs> you don't know it, but we're partners. <laughs> I'll get on it. I'll get on it. I, get, I, I know what needs to be done. I just need to do it. There's a, I've gotten all the permissions. That was, that was my main holdup. My one fear was that uh, I was going to have an issue. Uh, I can't really talk about this without giving too much away. But, but uh -huh. yeah, you're right. Good deal. All right. All right. I like that last talk. I like the end. It's going to be... Uh, I don't admit... You know, I... God, at the risk of repeating myself, which is a slight risk, I rarely do that. I like entrepreneurs. I'm excited by them. I'm excited by people who kind of roll the dice on an idea and, and create something from nothing. I think it's neat. And, uh, and I, I look forward to your next one. Yeah, so, I think it's going to be cool. It, and if nothing else, it's going to be a ton of fun to play with. It'll be a fun business. No, dude, you're going to be... You like, keep saying that. 
you were the one who was like oh, about your minecraft server you were like oh, i just don't know about that like two years ago and i, I was just like Trust me, this thing's gonna do well. So, You're so look, if I thought the Minecraft server was a little thing, and I think this is a big thing, what does that tell you? That you're not good at measuring things. You're right. You're totally right. I also said this whole FPS Russia thing will never make it past Halloween. He can't find any more pumpkins. After Halloween. Yeah. What's that? I said, you can't get him after Halloween. Yeah, right! You're doomed! Why is he so short-sighted? <laughs> uh, and, you know, if you can't shoot pumpkins, then you just have no target ideas. and It's over. Figure something out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get back on it. You're right. Should touch it every day. Every, uh, that, that's, and I've had that same thought myself. It, it, and that works on everything. If there's some big thing that's like, that seems like a big boulder in your way that you just can't move, it's hard to move a big boulder. You just got to chip away at it. Yeah, that... I. I swear, I, 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 I'm going to follow up with you all the time, and it's going to change your life. Sure. It, it's, yeah. You can, be no. my, you can be my life coach if you want. It really will. It, it's not the... No. It, you actually yeah, doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm serious. No, no. This would be good. I do need somebody <laughs> to nag me about it. Um, so that'll be good. It's, it's, it's easy to be like, ah, we'll do that Monday, and then it's another Monday. Yeah. But, or, or it's easy to be like, ah, right now, you know, it's in this guy's hands. We're waiting on him to move forward. No. You're not because because this thing, you know, like if I were to build a Gantt chart, you know, it has like six parallel actions that need to take place to make all this go. And just because one's held up doesn't mean the other five or, or you know, like it, it's an excuse you can make for yourself. But we both know better. Right. We, we both know that these things can all be, you know, moved in place. Yeah, there's stuff to do. It's just not the fun stuff. What I, in my head, I think what I'm doing is that I'm, I'm just like, well, let's just wait until the fun stuff and, and then we'll start worrying about packaging and like and start worrying about like what what, you know, is this cardboard box the right cardboard box for for me? You know, that sort of thing. But it would be good if I had that if I was like, yeah, this is my packaging. This is this is, you know, this is what this is going to look like. This is what the the you know the the name of the thing is. I still haven't figured out a name. That's I, a, I, I'd like you to ship a thing to me and see what it looks like on the other side. Yeah, you know, like I, so. I had a um a monitor actually shipped to me, and when it came, the box looked smushed, kind of like an accordion, and I was like, "What the heck?" Like. Uh, no, no, not angry though. I was talking to the to the guy, and I'm like, "How does this happen? Like, it looked like a 300 pound man had repeatedly sat on it, like one of those bouncy balls with the handle, you know, like a child's toy." And uh, he's like, "Oh, just looking at this damage, I can tell you what the deal is. Um, it was on a conveyor belt, and on the side of the conveyor belt, like maybe near a corner or something, there's a wall." So what happened is it, it's, it came up, it hit the wall, and it got smushed by all the things behind it. The conveyor belt's very powerful. The things behind it, as they follow, get very heavy. You can see how that would happen. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that your product is conveyor belt proof, right? Yeah. It, if it gets accordioned by all those things, we can't have it leaking. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope I didn't give much away, but um, that, uh, you know, yeah. So anyway, it... And it becomes critically important. You can imagine mm -hmm. the scenario. So, sure. uh, I don't know. Work out the packaging. Send yeah. Send some to your friends. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, you know, see what it looks like on the other side. And and all these things can be done in parallel. We're not waiting on your attorney. Let's yeah. let's go. Get that FPS Russia energy drink in the stores. Make it, it happen. 
Well, now they know. <laughs> <laughs> Commie juice coming this fall. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll follow up with this shortly. Anyway, that was Painkiller Nearly. I hope you guys enjoyed the talk. Uh, if you're a Patreon member, I thank you so much. You guys get this in video form and early. Uh, if you're a non-Patreon member, I think this goes up on Thursdays. Uh, we've been pretty consistent. Three out of the last four Thursdays, it's been on time. But what happens is every week, kind of Tuesday or Wednesday, people say, where is it? Where is it? So going forward, it would be awesome if you didn't think of it as late until Thursday. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, Patreon people are smart, sexy, and rich. We love you. <laughs> Bye.